T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. News Radio KMOX, the home of the Cardinals. Sports Open Line does continue here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley, 314 436 7900. That's 314 436 7900. We are efforting Scott Miller. Hope to have him on the program in the next moment or so. Some baseball news today. It is being reported that Wilson Contreras has met with the Cardinals, according uh, to Mike Rodriguez, who is a uh, former uh, analyst for the Cubs in Spanish. Uh, He tweeted out that uh, Wilson Contreras met last night with the Cardinals in Florida, said it was a very productive meeting. Uh, Up next, a meeting with the Astros. Right now, just kind of reading between the lines on everything that's out there on social media, it feels like possibly uh, the Astros might be the team that have the inside track uh, on a uh, on a Wilson Contreras. But yeah, you uh, he's at least reportedly had some informal conversations now with the Cardinals. Bob Nightingale threw out the idea that you might see a swap of catchers where the Cubs could potentially bring in uh, former Astros catcher Christian Vasquez and potentially uh, the Astros could bring in Wilson Contreras. We'll just have to wait and see. More of these conversations are going to be taking place uh, next week at the winter meetings. We'll be doing this show live from San Diego for the winter meetings coming up on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Right now, speaking of San Diego, we're very happy to uh, welcome in a guy who currently contributes to the New York Times, longtime baseball writer, great guy to talk baseball with. So that's exactly what we're going to do. And uh, Scott Miller joins us. You can follow him on Twitter at Scott Miller BBL. Scott, thank you so much for your time. How are you? Hey, Matt. Good. How are you? Doing good. Wanted Before we get anything else, just wanted to get your thoughts. Some sad news uh, we found out today. Baseball Hall of Famer, two-time Cy Young Award winner, uh, Gaylord Perry, uh, first to win the Cy Young Award in both leagues. Did it with Cleveland in 72, San Diego in 1978. Uh, he, he passed away today at, at the age of 84. Somebody who had a big impact on baseball. You think about uh, the the spitball and what he did. I guess just general thoughts on his passing and what he meant to the game. Yeah, just a big, big, uh, uh, you know, big loss. Anytime you lose a Hall of Famer, you know, there just aren't that many living Hall of Famers or to, to go around, you know. I mean, and 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 they have a special place in the game, a special place in history, a special place in our memories um and from that perspective it's just uh you know it's uh it's it's sad to to lose one and it just makes you have to you know you have you appreciate um 
you know, the Hall of Famers that are still with us even that much more. It's interesting because he threw the spitball and then it was outlawed and then he did, you know, he tried to figure out ways to, uh, you know, doctor the baseball a little bit more after that. And you apply that to today's game where over the last couple of years they've tried real hard to stop pitchers from from doctoring the baseball. I guess it's a good lesson that uh, everything kind of comes back around again in the game. Yeah, yeah, the sticky stuff, right? Yeah. The proverbial sticky, sticky stuff. If if uh, Gaylord Perry was pitching today and he had to pass that, uh, you know, what what, what we kind of semi-jokingly refer to as the uh, TSA checkpoint kind of baseball's version, the umpire standing there waiting for the pitchers to come off the field, uh, you wonder how many uh, green lights Gaylord Perry would have <laughs> had going off the field and how many ejections he might have had. Yeah, he was he he got away with it. Uh, admitted in later life that it, yeah, as everybody suspected, he threw a spitball. But you know, I mean, it was from you know the time when when baseball was more as much entertainment as business. Now it's still entertainment, but as we know, it's become way 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 more corporate. Um, you know, it's also interesting too that he passes away. Um, you know, a few days before on Sunday, the the latest itineration of the of the, uh, you know, the whatever they call it, but it's basically the vet- another veterans committee at the Hall of Fame will consider guys who have played since 1980. And so there are 16, there are a handful of players on the ballot. And so, you know, just after they dropped off the writer's ballot, we're going to, the, the veterans committee now is going to take a look at Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. And, you know, I know a lot of people that support those guys say, hey, Guys like Gaylord Perry cheated early on, and, 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 you know, some people don't draw a difference. I do. I mean, you know, uh, when guys were throwing spitballs or, or whatever, they weren't changing the record books to comic proportions like steroids did. Um, but, you know, it, it's all relative, I suppose, and it's it's just I, – I did think of that today. I found it interesting that, that um, you know, Gaylord Perry passes – uh, a guy known for cheating, um, you know, within what's say Thursday, four days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday of, of when we're going to find out at eight o'clock Eastern on Sunday night, whether the veterans committee will allow a guy like bonds into the hall of fame. Do you get, I have my doubts about it happening this year, but do you feel like that veterans committee long-term might start to soften a bit and eventually we will see a lot of these guys who are connected with steroids finding their way to Cooperstown? I think eventually maybe, but I'll tell you what, talking to the even younger Hall of Famers like Chipper Jones, you know, I mean, he's been very outspoken um, against steroid guys and against cheating in the game and, I I don't think I think the the veterans committee types are going to be every bit as hard, if not harder, on on the steroid guys as the baseball writers association has been. So I don't see it changing anytime soon. I, I think the only way is if you know there has to be you know the 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 really young group of Hall of Famers like a you know the Pudge Rodriguez's and the David Ortiz's as they get older. And then younger Hall of Famers come in behind them. I think that's the only way that uh, that's the only way that we're going to uh, that there's going to be a softening on on the, the steroid guys.
we're kind of at a weird spot because we know how much baseball is changing right now. And I was thinking about this the other day because Jeff Bagwell spoke and he kind of took some shots at uh, the way the Astros have run things and specifically their yeah. former GM, James Click. And it, you know, it wasn't that long ago that Bagwell was playing, but in the same time, it was it was ages ago just in terms of the way the game was played then compared to the way the game is played now. Yeah, that is exactly right. I mean, it's and it's funny you know, I, I mean, I don't think it's ever going to turn back to the old school day. I mean, uh, I think maybe we're going to reach a point where there's going to be, um, you know, some uh, maybe a little bit more balance, happy medium balance between uh, the old school and the new school. But, you know, and I, the reason I say that, I mean, it's interesting in the last two years, um, you know, we've seen the New York Mets bring Buck Showalter back into the game as a manager, and, and, and he had such great success last year. Uh, Tony La Russa to the White Sox didn't work out quite so much, but Dusty Baker wins a World Series. Texas hires Bruce Bochy this year after Boach uh, had a couple-year hiatus. Um, I, I think it's interesting in that clubs, I think, are kind of swinging a little bit away from – you know, the pendulum swings, right? It's it's all the way to the left is the old school, then all the way to the right is the new school. And it seems like it's coming back a little bit from all the way to the right, just in terms of some personnel decisions. As I referenced, Dusty Baker, Bruce Bochy, some of the older managers. But um, that said, I mean, I, I mean, there's enough resources and manpower poured into analytics and there's so much good about anal- uh, certain segments of analytics that, you know, I, I, I don't see that's ever going to go away. I, I think the best, you know, to me, it's, it's, it remains the best mix is when you can, you know, really use hardcore analytics, but then bring them into the, you know, give the old, some of the old school baseball guys uh, that are not closed minded all that information. And my goodness, I think you could, uh, you could rule the world. Yeah, uh, we'll continue to be joined by Scott Miller here on Sports Open Line. A couple more things for him. Winter meetings coming up next week. It feels like already the off season is moving a little bit quicker than say the uh, the last off seasons prior to uh, COVID. What are your expectations during the winter meetings? Could this be kind of that that old school feel where there's a lot of moves to be made? You know, I I, I hope so. Um, be, simply because. I've covered this is I've lost count. It's got going to be 23, 24 winter meetings for me. And I mean, when there's stuff happening as there used to be, you know, especially in the, you know, early two thousands, nineties, early two thousands. I mean, when there's trades and free agent signings, I think it's great for the game. Baseball resumes its place on the front pages in December of front pages of the nation. And I think it, it just, all the frenzy when there's a frenzy around the game, around player transactions, it, it's, it's, it, it excites people. It excites baseball fans. It excites casual fans who maybe wouldn't be paying attention to baseball. Otherwise, conversely, when you're at the winter meetings and you got three or four days of nothing but rumors and nothing happens and you're in that hotel, you know, you go downstairs by eight or nine in the morning and then nothing happens, so you have lunch. And then between lunch and dinner, nothing happens. And then you keep waiting all night. And It's just – it's no good for anybody. Yeah. And 
Um, I wish baseball would figure out a way in its offseason to, to put all the offseason business into, you know, like I'm not an expert on the NBA or NFL, but I do know the NBA seems to get its business done pretty quickly. And I wish baseball could figure it out so that everybody has their rosters in, in their business done. So, you know, say by the end of the year, put some pressure points in there, some some deadlines and, you know, let's have a flurry in November and December and and the momentum from the world series would continue through the winter. And then we'd get through the holidays and it'd be January and everybody would be, I can't wait to go to spring training and all business is done. I think that would be the best for the sport. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't know how you do it though. The the NBA has the salary cap. So there's an X amount of dollars to be spent. So guys are, you know, they're, they're not holding out for more money. They get a contract offer and they know that if they don't take it, somebody else might get that money without a salary cap in baseball. I just, I don't know what baseball can do to force it. No, and, and, and without a salary cap, so many teams, you know, are looking for deals and don't want to spend money. And and then that makes the teams that do want to spend money go slower because there's no pressure points on them. Um, and it just moves at such a snail's pace. And, um, you, you know, you're right, without a salary cap, that would be the answer. But we've been there, done that with many labor talks with players union and we know that that's not coming anytime soon so um i don't know it's gonna have to take some really creative minds to figure it out but um it's it's yeah so back to your original question i hope maybe there's some impetus for some some actions uh next week in san diego i don't know you know i mean the aaron judge talks it doesn't seem like he from his comments back last month, it doesn't seem like he's interested in dragging this out. He'd like some kind of an answer, um, you know, but then things take on a life of their own right now. It looks like the Yankees and giants are interested in him, but you know, the, the, there's a chance the Dodgers could move Mookie Betts to second base and then jump in on judge. And if other teams jump in, that'll slow things down. But I also would hope these are the first winter meetings since 2019, 2020, they were canceled because of the COVID 2021. They were canceled, um, uh, you know, because of the lockout last year. So I would hope maybe the fact that there's been two dead years, I would hope maybe executives are going to arrive eager to get things done, aggressive to get things done, you know, um, after being, you know, maybe I think even the executives that run the game are, are tired like the rest of us of, of like two or three sluggish winters in a row. Absolutely. Scott Miller, you can uh, read him in the New York Times. You also can hear him on MLB Network Radio. He's part of their team. Follow him on Twitter at Scott Miller BBL. Scott, always love talking baseball with you. Hopefully we can do this again real soon. Sounds good, man. Take care, and uh, for both of our sakes, all of our sakes, let's hope a lot happens in San Diego next week. Yeah. And we'll see what catchers the Cardinals end up with. Yeah, that's the big question. Thanks, Scott. All, all right. right. Thank you. Scott Miller joining us here on the program. 314-436-7900. 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. You can also tweet at me. Don has been very patient. Let's go ahead and uh, talk with him. Hey, Don, you're on Sports Open Line. How's it going, Matt? Uh, I want I want to talk about this ownership. Uh, you know, the Cardinal fans here in this city of St. Louis are really frustrated with Mozeliak and Dewitt because they don't really spend any money. 
and maybe you can give me an opinion. Are they going to spend money this year, or are they just uh, BSing us, the Cardinal fans here in Cardinal Nation? I think they have to spend money. They openly said that they were going to spend money when the season came to an end. I think uh, they got Nolan Arenado to opt into the contract. I'm sure there were some promises made there. Uh, I think they're going to spend legitimate money. Now, if they don't, and we're coming up on spring training, it's a very different conversation to be had. But, Don, I, th- I think they're going to spend money this offseason. I don't know when they're going to spend it. Hey, there's there's a lot going on. Maybe it's going to happen at the winter meetings. But, yeah, I do think that they're going to uh, raise payroll in a significant kind of way this offseason. I got one more question for you. Are they going to get rid of DeYoung, or are they going to be stuck with him this year? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I th- he's going to go to spring training with the club, I would expect. Thanks. Appreciate the phone call. Uh, barring them makes, making some sort of trade where he's a throw-in, uh, but I mean, he's making enough money that he's probably not going to be a throw-in. I, I think he goes to spring training with the club, and I think he's given uh, an opportunity. Now, the one question is: Does the change in hitting coach does that benefit a Paul DeYoung? Uh, and also, don't forget, DeYoung had really good success at, at AAA this past year. The 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 AAA pitching co- hitting coach is now the assistant hitting coach. I'm the one who's always saying like. Don't overvalue the the impact of a hitting coach, but there are times where a hitting coach can can certainly impact players in a positive way. So that's yeah. If you're looking at the control group, and then you're looking at what gets changed, well, what gets changed this year is the hitting coach. Is there any chance uh, that it, that a Turner Ward is going to have uh, that much of a positive impact potentially on a Paul DeYoung? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, but I. He's going to be, I would be shocked. I would be shocked if he is not uh, in spring. And look, this happens all the time. One last thing on Paul DeYoung, and then then we'll take a break and we'll talk some blues hockey coming up in just a moment. Guys have bad years. Guys have bad years. Good baseball players, for whatever reason, have bad years. And sometimes they never come out of it. And sometimes it's just that, a bad year. And they bounce out of it. There are tons and tons and tons of examples of guys who, for whatever reason, just didn't put it together one year. Maybe that's Paul DeYoung. We'll find out when they get down to Jupiter. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And 
watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.